Hiya, and a welcome to Sarah Explains It All. Now, this is a episode or an episode all about how to track your menstrual cycle. Now, lots of people will use um, apps like the Flow app or the Clue app or whatever it is. And that's great. And you can obviously use a, an app on your phone. But I always find that using pen and paper is a really great way to fully and truly understand what it is that your body is conveying to you. Yeah. So I've got notes here. So I will be looking down at my phone. If you're on the podcast, you won't notice that at all. And if you're on the video, you might notice that I'm going to be looking down at my trusty mobile because that is where I have my notes. So we are talking about how to track your cycle. And you might think, why? Like, why do I even need to track my cycle? Like, what does it matter? It's one week out of a month and it's done and dusted and then I can move on with my life. But that, my friends, is where you are wrong. It is not just one week out of the month. It is actually every single day of the month of the year from the time that you start menarche, which is when you start your menstrual cycle, all the way up to menopause. Yes, I said it, that dreaded word of night sweats, day sweats, sweats all the time, bloatedness, feeling exhausted, but actually, that kind of stuff can happen when you're just having your menstrual cycle as well. So it is really important to know what is going on with your body because A, you're in it every single day and B, it is a part of you. This is your life. These hormonal changes, this infradian rhythm that Alyssa Vitti will talk about quite a lot in her books. And it's fabulous. I will link them in the show notes. They're fabulous books if you are interested in learning a little bit more but it's all about how women have a different rhythm, a different cycle, a different way of being. Cyclical, yeah? Because we're all in a cycle and that is okay. We're good. Let's be cyclical. Let's invite an understanding and an acceptance in with our cyclicality and embrace your differences, ladies. We're different to men. We don't always have to push, push, push. We can have a softer side of us. That is okay. We don't have to be hard edged all the time. We can really just lean into our femininity or our cyclicality or our hormones or our cycles, whatever you want to call it. And I like to use the seasons because I feel like using the seasons to distinguish the different times within the month is really a nice way and an easy way for us to understand what our bodies are actually doing because we can relate it out to nature. We can relate it out to what is happening during winter, what is happening during spring, what, what we tend to see the animals of the world doing during those particular seasons, right? You still with me? I hope you are. So again, talking about tracking our menstrual cycle, it's really important to understand what cycle, syn cycle syncing is or tracking our menstrual cycle. And that is bringing awareness to our body's own natural hormonal cycle. This changes for everyone and can change throughout your life. You may be one way when you are in your teenage years and you can be completely different once you've had a child or you've been on birth control or whatever it may be. So 
understanding what is natural and normal to you so that you can notice those tweaks that your body is making is super important. And one of the main reasons why cycle syncing or tracking your cycle is such a big deal nowadays. Again, it should have always been a big deal, but I don't think that it was ever really taught to us, at least not in my family. So this allows us to use that knowledge to inform, inform our actions. So I always say that using your uh, cycle is a little bit like having a crystal ball. It's a little bit like knowing or being able to see into the future. And if your cycle doesn't occur very regularly or you've got polycystic ovary syndrome or endometriosis or something that allows or uh, makes your cycle not be as regular, you're still able to tune into what your body is saying and still able to understand. And that's another point, actually. If you aren't menstruating, so for whatever reason, if you've hit menopause or you've had, um, I can't even think of what it's called now, but you've had your uterus and your womb removed, um, or you're on birth control and it allows you not to have a cycle or it's providing you to not have a cycle, you can still do this. You just start on a new moon, but I'll get to that in a minute. So you don't have to be actively bleeding or having a menstrual cycle to be able to take part in cycle tracking. So that is an important point that I should have mentioned earlier and I didn't because it's me. So again, this is allowing us to use the knowledge to inform our actions and decisions depending on which phase or season we're in. So this will support your health and your energy while optimizing your uniqueness, your strengths and feminine power, if you want to call it that. But it is tapping into what it is for you and what really matters for you. So that is a really great way to explain what cycle syncing or tracking your cycle is. It helps you to avoid burnout. It's a little bit like the Red School will call it a little bit like your own life coach. So you're using your signs and your um, the, the, the signals that your body is sending you to help you realize when you can push it and when you need to pull or rein your energy back in. You will always know if you've done too much because you might have a more uncomfortable bleed when that happens. You might find that you're much more exhausted after you ovulate than you would normally because you've been pushing too much, right? So it's a little bit of a life coach to tell you when to pull it back or you can push it. You can burn um, both candles. No, burn candles at both ends. I always do that wrong. So it helps you to heal fatigue. It helps you to avoid burnout. Like I said, it helps you to understand when you can push the boat out and when you pull it back in. So it's really important to remember that this is a tool to help us live our best lives. It isn't a tool to make you feel as if you are um, bound by this. It isn't a tool to make you feel um, constrained. It is a tool to give you flexibility. It is a tool to allow you to live a happier life because you know what's coming and you understand your body. And being friends with your body is super important as opposed to being at odds with it all the time, which I know with social media and just anything in general, women are more often than not at odds with their body than they are friends. And that 
makes me sad, <laughs> really sad. So back to the actual tracking. So we start our day one of our cycle, the day one of our new seasonal cyclical cycle or cyclical month is the first day of your menstrual cycle. So that is the first day of your actual bleed. Some people will bleed or spot a few days before. This is the day when you actually bleed for the whole day or whatever it may be, right? But it's not spotting, it's not starting and stopping. It is a bleed and then you bleed for however many days. A typical period is around five to seven days long. So you will menstruate or you will bleed for about five to seven days. You know your own cycle. So, and again, you can change. So you can bleed for five days and then you could bleed for three and then you could bleed for seven. Life and stress and the way that we live and the food that we eat and the drinks that we drink will all have an impact on how we bleed. Okay, so you start with that day one. And I always like to ask myself and check in and it takes five minutes and you can write it down, which I like to do because I feel like that really helps you to assimilate. It really helps you to sort of um, what's the word I'm looking for? It really helps you to integrate what you are feeling. So we always talk about what our energy is like. What is my mental state? Yeah, so your energy, are you tired? Are you exhausted? Are you okay? Are you energized? Are you just a bit blah? Yeah, what is your inner voice or your inner critic or your mental state? Are you okay? Are you a bit foggy? Are you a bit meh? Are you a bit happy? What is that state for you? Okay. Emotionally, how are you feeling emotionally? Yeah. So again, mentally and emotionally are different. They can be similar, but they are different. So those are the three main ones I ask every single day. And then I've got a list of questions that I can ask myself if I want to journal on it a little bit more. So some of those could be, what does my body feel like today? What is my inner critic asking me today? What is coming up for me? What does my body need? What do I need in regards to self-care, right? So these are all questions that you can ask yourself on a daily basis. And I will um, link below to sign up to get my cycle tracker so that you can have that. And that will also come with a list of questions for journal writing as well. So you just sign up for my newsletter um, or you'll sign up to get that. And then you'll also be on my newsletter list which is super cool. So you start on day one, that is your bleed. That is day one to five slash seven, depending on how long you bleed. Just make a note of that so I don't forget. And after a couple of months of checking in with yourself every day, not just during your bleed, I'm gonna go through the different phases or seasons, as I like to call them, you will start to notice a pattern. So again, if you have it written down, you can look back on say day 14 of your first and second month of tracking and notice if there are any similarities there that may help you to ground in a little bit deeper or to understand your body a little bit more. So winter season is our bleed. So that is days one to days 
five or seven. Yeah. Then you've got spring, which some people will call the follicular phase. I don't tend to use those terms because I just like to call it spring because in my mind, I know what I should be feeling, how I should, my energy should be, what I should be doing. I prefer spring. If you want follicular phase, winter is menstruation, right? Um, and though that approximately lasts about seven to 10 days, okay, you will also feel the energy start to rise here, which is a great thing. And I'm going to go deeper into each of the different seasons slash phases, um, each of the months of, well, each of the seasons. So the podcast will be themed seasonally. So this, um, these podcasts coming up after this one will all be on our spring and what we can do in our spring. Okay. Awesome. Then we have our summer, which a lot of people love. It's ovulatory phase. So summer, think va-va-voom, think amazing, think looking your best, feeling your best, wanting to get out there, right? So that lasts about three to four days. Harness that, ladies. Enjoy it. Fun little tip, and I'm sure I'll say it again, but during your um, summer or your ovulation phase, your face will actually plump out in different areas to make your face more symmetrical, to make your face more attractive to whoever it is that finds you attractive. Because ideally, you'll be making a baby during this time. So that is so cool. Like our bodies are so cool to be able to do that, to be able to plump up little bits of our face, plump up our lips, plump up a bit of our cheeks to make our face more symmetrical. And it's not like we can notice it. It's not so obvious to our eye. But how cool is that to think our body is looking out for us because it wants us to, to wants us to, to what's the word, fertilize an egg, if that is what you so desire. And then we move on to our autumn or our luteal phase. And the autumn phase is the longest. It's about 10 to 14 days. And that's right before we start our bleed or our winter or our menstruation phase, menstrual phase. So. That is pretty much the basis of it. Every single day, if you track your body, basal body temperature, you would do that, write it down, and then also start to write your information about how you feel mentally, how you feel physically, how you feel emotionally. And then if you want to journal and go a little bit deeper, you can do that as well. It is a beautiful way to take five minutes, ladies, and just pay attention to us. Because I think, especially if you're moms, once you get out of bed, your day is no longer yours. If you don't get out of bed hours before your kids do, your day is not yours. Yeah, you are constantly thinking about what they need and their breakfast and your to-do list and what you need to do here, there and everywhere, right? And this practice can be as long or as short as you want. But the point and the premise is that it allows you to pay attention to you. For five minutes, it doesn't matter what's going on. It is just time for you to check in, to ground in, and to see what it is that your body truly needs that day. And if your energy is lacking and you know you're about to come up to your bleed, maybe make some allowances for that. Try to rest a little bit more. Try to make sure that you ask for help, which I know can be really challenging for us. But asking for help is not a sign of weakness. 
asking for help is a sign of strength because you know that if you completely drain your cup, you cannot fill anyone else's cup. And I heard this the other day and I loved it. And I can't remember who it was that said it. I know Jackie Carr said it. Um, but you fill your cup so much, ladies, that it overflows. I lost my train of thought there. So you fill your cup so much that it overflows. And it's not just ladies, like guys need to do it too. Whoever, everybody needs to do this. You fill your cup up so much that it's overflowing and it's from the overflow that you start to fill other people's cups up. Amazing. Is that not just like, whoa? I mean, I'm quite, my mind was blown. It's like, really? From my overflow? That is what I need to be. I need to make sure that I am so full that I am overflowing that I can then fill other people's cups up. Amazing, right? How phenomenal is that? If we could make sure that we pay enough attention to our bodies, we ground enough into our bodies, we integrate our bodies so much into our own psyche that we can know instantly when we need to fill our cup and we don't wait until burnout and we don't wait until we're dragging ourselves up off the floor literally with a spatula right we know instantly when we need to take a bath or go out for a walk in nature or put some headphones in and listen to a meditation we know instantly what our bodies need and we do innately we know we do we've just forgotten and we've been told it doesn't matter and we've been told that it's okay to not think with our heart and with our gut and our instinct and that it's okay to look out there all the time for our answers when really we should be looking in here it's a hard lesson it's taken me years to learn it I'm still learning it (laughs) so don't think that you are going to do this and be like one and done it's practice it is not something that will come naturally or easily to some of you but if you persevere you will find that the rewards that you reap are endless so please enjoy learning how to track your cycle I will leave a link below in the show notes so that you can get my uh, cycle tracker, which I mentioned in the previous podcast, in the previous episode of the introduction. And I look forward to hearing your comments um, once this is launched, right? And any questions do ask. I will leave my email address as well if you'd like to send me an email address. That would be amazing. My website is sarahburnwellness.com dot com and i am over on instagram at instagram.com forward slash i am sarah burn and that is b as in boy y r and e see you later <laughs>